something you'll see a lot of people sort of struggling with at the moment is knowing what they need, like knowing what you need from yourself. And um, a lot of the time that can be compassion. I'm going to go through a few different ones of what we need. One is compassion. Like as men, it can often be very hard to put ourselves in that position and cut ourselves a bit of slack because um, we come from laying along hard men that are ah, you don't need this. You just need to work harder. You just need to do this, and it's it's hard to sort of say to yourself, all right, you know, there's a difference between cutting yourself slack and obviously slacking off. But um, the main difference in that is being able to own what's happening. So like to be able to say, right, this happened. I missed the session. I missed, uh, I've had like a cock for a week. Um, okay. I own that. That's, that's happened. Nothing can be done about it. So give yourself a bit of compassion after that and say, right, it's okay that this has happened. Instead of beating yourself up, you beat yourself up and then you feel like shit and then you don't want to eat good food. You don't want to train. You don't want to do anything else because you feel like you're beating yourself up too much. Then the next step, is that you miss another workout and you say, I'm fucking shit at this. I'm sick of this. This is doing it. And then you end up back where you were at the start. So showing yourself that bit of compassion in the long run is going to give us so much more like energy, so much more drive to be able to go on because we're not always beating ourselves down. We're not always saying that we aren't good enough and that we don't do enough. It's showing us that no matter what we do, it's going to be okay because we know that there was a mistake made. We know that there was something that didn't go our way, but we're not going to give in to the temptation to say, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to just eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream and Domino's for the next week. I think we've all been there at some point. And um, if you notice as well, we were very, very quick to treat others with compassion. As men, we sort of see like, oh, no. We see a, a wee person, we make wee stories up for people in our head. You see the wee man, oh, that wee man, he looks sad. I bet he's on it, you know. And then you make a wee story up and you're thinking, oh, fuck it. And you start feeling really bad for this wee guy who's probably knows a millionaire and he's sitting there minted and he's happy and has millions of women and whatever he wants there. But we've made a wee story up for him and we feel really bad for him because he's just a wee guy sitting on the street. But like the us, the person that we know, that we know has, has this, has that, has troubles, has things that the need sorted. And we're beating ourselves up and saying, you're shit. You fucking didn't do this. So the main thing I think comes from the compassion side of it is not to expect perfection because you're going to be disappointed. Got a few showers here. It, it definitely can be. It's very hard to show compassion to yourself compared to compassion for other people. It's easy to take someone's excuses in because there's someone making those excuses where when we look at it and go, I'm just making excuses, even if they're genuinely as a reason that we didn't make it, that we have, we all have life going on around us. It's not just, um, you know, sometimes it takes a village of people. That's why we come here. That's why we're not all sitting saying that I can do this by myself. I don't need anybody else. Because when we throw ourselves into a community of people that want the same thing, it makes things so much easier because there's people there to understand. Shit doesn't go right all the time. Sometimes you don't get your session in all week because you're fucking fried from a from a course. Sometimes you forget to do the small things and you start beating yourself up because you've not been journaling. But just hearing that this stuff happens, it's okay. Like we are humans, so let's treat ourselves like humans. We know that when a kid's crying, a kid needs affection, a kid needs support, a kid needs these different things. Listen to yourself, because there's a kid in there somewhere wanting something. 
So just listening to what's being said in your head, around you, and knowing right, what is it that I need. Do I need a bit of compassion? Do I need to be more protective of my time? Do I need to kick myself in the ass? Because sometimes it's not about um, compassion. Sometimes we're not just cutting ourselves slack, we're slacking off. And we need to put in the ass, we need to be told, right, this is what's happening. Um, I can see that I'm, I'm slacking here. I can see that I'm not journaling. I can see that I'm, uh, I'm consistently missing this session. We see that there's a pattern in it. And then we can say, right, how can I address this? What, what way do I go about it? Because it's okay to go around that way when you don't know something's up. Um, the difference between uh, a mediocre person at their job and someone who's great at their job is that the person who's great at their job is looking at what they're doing. They're seeing, right, this is how I improve. Here's how I move on. Here's what I do. Like If you go in and do the wrong thing with not knowing it's the wrong thing, then you can't be blamed. But once someone goes here, mate, you're not meant to do that. This is how you do it. And you continue to do the wrong thing. Then that's when you need to take responsibility. And say, right. Here's, um, here's the problem. How can I fix it? Because it's, 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 you've been made aware of it. You've had a, a, that realization of, oh, this isn't how I'm meant to do this. Maybe I should try this way because they've, they've been doing it and that works. Or I could try another way. Whatever sort of. That's when we sort of say, right, get in contact with me and Ben. We can then formulate a plot we can get something sorted get formulate a plot that sounds like it was out of a song or something um but we can get something knocked out and we can then move on and not have to struggle through that problem anymore um we've got a share from cammy there right it's just like reese gave me a bit of a, a point a couple of weeks ago to just sort of just share it um i think she had uh, i was like I struggle with kind of like a, a lot of kind of like internalizing shit. Like when it comes to like, I find it quite hard to celebrate wins. And I know I'm not the only one as guys are terrific at just putting things in the boring blunt side. But if we don't give ourselves that compassion, this is something I'm learning a lot recently is if you don't give yourself compassion, as Reese is saying, over time, it literally, it does compound into almost like a feeling of shame. And it's your and shame is only your inability to prioritize yourself. But prioritizing is simply asking for help when you need it prioritizing actually learning what you're actually overcoming and a lot of the time we feel like we need to go alone and like Reese is saying take the time to actually just give yourself that moment because it's actually that's the shift it's you doing the difference between one kilo of a progression and no kilos of a progression and then next week you just coast so it's like give yourself that compassion give yourself that love so no sorry sorry to share that no 100 percent um as Cami said there um what we compress we will show in different ways. What we compress inwards, what we push down, what we think. Think, actually, the example I use with Cammy when we're talking about this is imagine you have a suitcase packed with stuff. You went on holiday, you're coming back, you've all your new clothes, you're ramming it all in. And when you come home, you leave that suitcase in your bedroom for three weeks because you don't want to unpack it because it is going to explode when you open it. This is what happens when we suppress emotions, when we push everything down. I'll deal with it later. I don't need to do this. This is... And that's why whenever someone sort of comes in here and starts, there's a wee, it's a wee bit messy because they have to open that suitcase. There's maybe been 10 years, five years, six years, whatever it is, of them pushing things down, not looking after their health, not exercising, not um, really taking responsibility for the things in their life. And when they open that suitcase, it fucking explodes. And that is just a great wee metaphor for thinking of like, right, if I 
deal with this now. If I come home, I open it up, I fold everything and put it away. The problem's gone. The problem's no longer there. It's not going to get bigger. It's not going to sit on your chest and make you feel heavy. It's going to be gone. And I think just compassion is one of the most important things that we can show ourselves. Just in a world that isn't compassionate, like you've seen, everybody's seen about Will Smith and the Oscars. There's there's people who are compassionate about it. They're, you know, had a hard life the last few years. Not always extremely mental, but very hard life with his wife and stuff like that recently. And then there's other people like that. Eh, put him in jail. Find where you want to be. Like find the type of person you want to be. See if you show someone compassion when they come to you and ask you about the situation they're in, you can find a little bit to give to yourself. That's it. That's it. A lot of us over the last few years coasted because of COVID. And that's where fault and the fault of it wasn't anybody of ours. It wasn't our fault that the whole world shut down. But we had to take responsibility for what we were doing then. And by taking responsibility for what we're doing, I need to get in, I need to exercise, I need to make sure I'm in the best possible shape, I need to make sure that I'm healthy, and make sure, like, uh, with kids and stuff like that, my priority shifted massively. It wasn't just about having a good physique. It was great. I went, I done a photo shoot, but that was just the fun side of it. That was something I wanted to do then. And then after, it was like, right, now I'm in great shape. I am healthy, I can chase my kids I can play I can have fun I cannot be a fat grumpy bastard anymore because that that's what I was <laughs> it's it's easy for everybody to sort of look and go ah you weren't that but, but that's taking ownership that's what I was and my kids saw it now I, I I saw it and thought that's not good enough this is where we are different we know and are saying that that's not good enough now it's time to change um so is there anywhere that you feel like you could treat yourself with a bit more compassion? Does anyone want to come on and speak? Ben, do you want to do you want to come on and speak? And everybody else sort of write something down into the into the comments. Um, so just showing compassion for myself is mostly whenever um, with work mainly like this year I was sort of saying men early as well like I've already achieved so much just from January more than I thought I would the whole year um but I've just sort of like it's almost just I've normalized it like I haven't actually taken time to think that's amazing what I did there um so just showing compassion by uh, like sort of acknowledging my achievements and um as it was sort of what you were talking about earlier, but just taking time to actually acknowledge and redden down and sort of celebrate them as well. Like whenever I whenever I got to permanent, for example, I just sort of told my family in passing, like it wasn't like, it was only my mum where she's like, oh, we'll need to get a bottle of champagne or something like that to celebrate. But I would never even think about that by myself, but if it was somebody else, I would, you know? So um, just being compassionate with myself and sort of celebrating my achievements, really. No, 100%. Like that whenever you look at what we do, how much everybody here has grown since they've came into the programme. Um, I know I've changed a lot. I know seeing, just watching everybody here realise different things. Like we all grow at different rates and seeing the different areas that we all grow across as well is insane. Just talking to some of you now compared to when you first started, isn't, it's just crazy. Um, and yourself, Ben, like you were made permanent. That's a massive thing. Um, I, my dad's like, 60 and he's still never been made permanent on a job <laughs> so take that in and just say people don't always 
look back, we're too busy looking forward and saying this is what's next. But every now and again, you do need to stop and say, right, this is where I was, this is where I am now, I'm, kill- I'm killing it. Because that's what fuels the next fire. Like when you're sitting through the night, it's easy to it's easy to sit and watch a fire burn out. But going and looking for the fuel sometimes is the is the hard part. Looking back and going, right, yeah, I done this, I own this. This is this was me, my hard work. This was my um, this 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 was a product of the things I've been doing. I was showing up in the gym. Mm-hmm. I was becoming stronger. I was becoming more confident because I was able to sit up straight and say, I'm doing something for myself. I'm doing something for my health, my family. You know, like these, like these things all matter, and being able to say them. Yeah, that's right. that's a big one for me as well. Um, whenever you're saying about um, taking time, like whenever I look back and like if I'm having a tough time with training and sort of getting motivated to get in and stuff, never works busy. I like I think, oh, what's the point? But then I look back and like ask pictures come out of noise and stuff, and then instantly I'm like, oh, this is the reason why. And I like said that's the fuel for it, and then it gets you going again. There's there's two ways to do that. You can look back and you can say, I don't want to be there again, or you can look forward and you can say, What would that guy do? There's two people, there's two people that you want to judge yourself by, and it's your eight and your 80-year-old self. You don't want to get the 80 and them going, You should have done that, you should have done this, I regret doing that. And then you want your eight-year-old self to look and go, that was fucking fun. You know what I mean? You don't want to miss out, you don't want to make uh regrets. One is just make sure that we enjoy the time here and look back over it and be like that was fucking great not that we missed out not that we didn't do that like it's you know in a day there's many options we can have and we can sit and think about all the things we missed out on and we can look back and say this is the thing i done and it's got me to here and it's going to get me like looking at that projection of where it's going to get you like if i show up every day this this week where am i going to be i'm going to be seven days ahead of where i was if i'm going to you know, in a year's time, what do I want that person to look at me and think right now? Like when you're st- you're you're looking, you're going right. What am I going to have? And you've got something quick and easy that's a lot of calories. It's not great, and you've got a good you've got the good option and you've got the easy option. And sometimes picking that good option is going to be just more aligned with what we're doing. It's never a bad thing to pick the easy option. Some days we fucking need the easy option. Like um, Jordan last week, he needed an easy option because he was mentally spent and he was physically spent on this course. But he was seeing the rewards that were going to come after that, looking at it and going, everything here is going to lead to an upward trajectory. We've got a few shares in here. I'm going to read through them here. So Jordan... Probably in a load of areas, but mainly with the progressions, as simple as adding a kg and exercise, always looking forward and never giving myself credit and thinking in the moment. Definitely. I always I always find that the best strength gains that we find are always incremental. Because all of a sudden, like one kg every other session is 10 kg every few sessions. You know, it might not even be that simple. Sometimes it takes longer, sometimes it takes time, but it's easier, like Scott. With even for his 100 kg bench in there last week, earlier earlier this week, actually it was 102.5 kg. That'll be 105 in no time. You know, it doesn't take big steps, it just takes steps. Like a thousand small steps is a lot further than where we're starting now. And working that into your squats, working that into your bench, working that into so many areas in life, even professionally. Like if I show up and do a little bit better this day, if I um point this plant in this direction and show them this and show them that 
you're going to improve their life. You're going to improve that. They're going to have a better improvement. They're going to look at you and be like, that guy knows what he's at. Like, um, even from like a PT perspective, just going, oh, yeah, that, that squat looked all right. But then, going, but we could fix that. Let's work on this. Someone's going to like appreciate that so much more looking and going, right, how can I make you move without pain? How can I make you move without feeling anxious about how you're moving? Like, oh, I can't do that because my back will be sore. Or, oh, I can't do that because it's going to cause this. It's not about that. It's about how can we make, how can we fix the movement? The movement's not the problem. It's the, the way you do the movement. Now, obviously, we'll have some restrictions, we'll have some things like that, but they all come into account. Like, um, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm going to stop there because I'll go all day. Um, Scott North, I have no idea, but I'm 100% sure there are times I need to give myself some credit. Definitely, there's always times everyone can give themselves credit. Even just looking back and saying, right, this week, I was beating myself up on Sunday because I had a roast and I had, a, I had a bit of a dessert. Not Don't need to beat yourself up. To say, right, I was with my family. I enjoyed a dinner that was like quality time. Would you take it back? No, then show yourself compassion. You know what I mean? If you if you were like sitting in the kitchen at 10 o'clock at night, munching on Ben and Jerry's and um, reading your cupboards, then then you can go, right, I probably didn't need that. Uh, how can I stop it from happening? If it's something that happens all the time, if it's something that happens, and we all get, we all get those days. We just feel like we want to eat ice cream. We feel like we want to have something comforting. And that's okay, just as long as we're honest with ourselves and we don't sort of bullshit you know what I mean um we've all sort of done something similar and I went ah, but I didn't eat for the rest of the day so it'll be all right I remember one of my I think it was just after the photo shoot or else it was like two months before I had a full large Domino's and a full tub of Ben and Jerry's I had about 5,000 calories for dinner and Ben I got a 10 minute voice note you boys gotta know 10 minute voice note is a fucking bad decision you've made a bad decision <laughs> You're gonna get knocked out, but um, do you know what it helped me really? It was like I was bullshitting myself. I was like, ah, I deserve it. I've been doing really well, but like I felt like shit for like three days after. I was uh carb coming, felt horrible about myself. Was raging that I'd even done it. So just being able to say that and say like it was a bad decision, I made it, but I learned from it. And Ben will tell you after his photo shoot, his one of his first photo shoots, he put five kg on and like three days in Amsterdam so like we all do it we all have these things where we think it's what we want and then we sort of realize that oh, that was the last thing I needed and as long as we do realize that and be able to say all right <laughs> these things happen and then can we put them like the boys above it's recognizing progress as often as you expect progress in areas I find easy to chase, but often hard to recognize it in areas that are weak as you often become blind to recognizing things you're blind to build up to. I think that comes down to seeing other people do it and make it look easy. When you look at someone and when you find something hard, it's so easy to see them doing good work. So easy to see someone be able to like, I see someone write immaculate, immaculately. I can write, I could write you a science fiction book, no problem. But see, when it comes to talking to someone, working with people, sometimes I find that hard. But other people really are really, really good at it, really gifted, have been working. And you feel like, oh, that guy doesn't have to work for that. But to do, everybody has to work for these things. And it's just realizing that they work really hard to be good at that. 
and you're not quite as good because you maybe haven't had that amount of experience you maybe haven't put as much work in and see sometimes we're just not as good at things i am a fucking horrific football player flat out i haven't played football in about 15 years there's a reason for it and i'm just not great at it i don't i don't sit and think oh fucking that guy's really good at that but like the guys that are really good at it have played their asses off for years and some of them had natural talent, yes, but other ones just got really good. Looking at some of the guys in the academy, they stay fit to make sure that they can push on and keep up with these people with natural talent. So just thinking about that, it's not always about sort of where you're at now looking at these people. Thinking about what, what they done to get to there is going to be big as well. And I, I agree, benching is better than squats, but that's just personal preference. <laughs> um the positive was definitely not in finishing the full lard pizza. I don't even think I could do that now. <laughs> and I was like 12 stone. <laughs> um, it was nearly bigger than I was. But um, so I'm going to move on to our next point. The next one is curiosity. Staying curious, wondering what, like, you're never going to be content with okay if you're curious, you're always going to look for some better way to do things, some funner way to have fun. You're going to be looking for something that keeps you entertained. It's going to keep your systems going. It's going to keep you on top form because you're curious about what you can do. Um, last year, I booked a Spartan race. I done and I ran that. I actually initially wanted to go for a really long 21K one, and I was just curious. Ben told me I wasn't sure what I got myself into, and I think he was right. But um, on the on the run up to, it, I actually injured myself, and that got me curious as well. This just happens every now and again. We we train, we train so hard, and we don't realize how hard we're kind of pushing ourselves. I ended up going and doing the same that I had done the five k version of the of it, and I was just curious to see these type of people, this event, what happens at them, and honestly about. See if you'd have talked to me the day before. I talked myself out of doing it. I wasn't doing it because I couldn't do the one that I wanted to do. I couldn't get in and smash the big, the big one that would impress everybody else and stuff like that. I was looking at it from a way of I wanted other people to see what I was doing. But then at the end, I done it because I was curious of what I could do, what um what it felt like to do an event like that, what it felt like to sort of have that support. Because honestly, see if you've ever done anything like that, um. Anybody who is participating in the marathon will see that. You've got people around you, everybody buzzing, everybody's happy, everybody's getting there together to do something big. And that's what it was like. It was just um, so many people there for the same reason. And my biggest thing was then I was just curious about how fun it would be at the end. Like when I first started, I was like, oh, this is fucking, this isn't good enough. And there we go. I needed to give myself compassion there so that I could continue to be curious and I could work on what I wanted to do like I'm going to do another one in the next um few years just probably a bit of a longer one build a metal collection you know how it is but um I just think that it's it's always good to stay curious about your best squat your best bench your best swim times as Cammy's done at the moment um and yeah times when you're at your best is when you look at it and you go I wonder if I could take that or you see other people do it and you're like I wonder if I could do that. That's where we get most of our goals. That's where we pull things from. We see people doing things and we go, that's on my vibe. And that's how we end up pushing ourselves so much harder. We see other people doing it and then we're curious. Could I do that? Could I be as good at that as he is? Could I be better? 
Could I be better than I think I am? Could all these people tell me I can't do this be wrong? That that one, that, that in itself is massive. Could all these voices telling me no be wrong? Like when you think of that, like whenever you are doing something, you'll hear a voice talking to Jordan about this a minute ago. You'll hear a voice in your head, and that'll be someone that has at some point told you you're not good enough. You're not going to do this. You're not going to get that. Could it be wrong? Every time, yes. It's not your voice. It's not you. It's something that you've experienced before, someone telling you, no. Do we have to listen? Fuck no, we do not. So staying curious and just working to surprise yourself in what you're doing. Like, as we're saying, building that, we see the one KG win, we don't really register it until it's at like 105, 110, 100, you know, we'll register zeros and fives. So achievements in these moments, pizza, 18 inch, complete, pull up, muscle up, awful. Muscle ups are hard. I've been I've been messed about with them myself, and I keep near hitting my head off a roof. Um, run achieve much more when you get in the mindset of what can I do? Definitely, I find when you're curious, like with with running, with something that you're pushing your body through, when like you're in the minute when you're in that thing, you get I can't do this, or could I? Like it's it's that easy to change, like like to tell that voice to just shut up. Yes, you can. Let's go. Let's get after this. Um, I know plenty of times I was running about 15 to 18k sort of was doing the same and it was always in the same part of the run I got the oh fuck this is far too hard and it was always that real hard uphill your, your shins are busting you're going what, is, what the fuck's wrong with me and then you beat yourself you're starting to like oh fuck this is a lot harder than the last run and then two minutes later you're on top again you're breathing you feel great and you're on flat ground because the hill's away the hills only last for so long and then it goes back away so like you're only going to feel that resistance for so long and then it's either going to even out or it's going to get easier so staying curious about when it's going to even out when it's going to like we can take as the, it was jordan actually shared it into the group when you think you're done you're only 60 percent done you still get so much more in the tank and it's just pushing yourself into that sort of moment of curiosity. Uh, Kemi, you've got a share there? Yeah, just jumping in that curiosity. See, on this, guys, um, I love curiosity. It's probably when you're in your element, it's banter with yourself. Can you do it? Can you not? The thing when it comes to curiosity, and this is the thing, is like people have the newbie wins love where you try something and it's great. And curiosity is ultimately like, the longer you can prolong curiosity, the greater the achievement you'll have. A lot of the things where I'm in my element, where I'm just having banter with myself when I'm just trying some things and feeling quite good for it, like, could I do a muscle up? Could I do this? It was ugly as shit. But like, if I actually was curious over a period of time rather than just in that one moment, I would achieve so much more than just a muscle up. It would be two, three, four, and it would actually look pretty decent. So even this is guys who are coaches as well, is like, what you're wanting to do is you want to get somebody to be as curious <laughs> as long as possible. That's them playing the long game. And the, lo the longer you get them to play the curiosity game, the more fulfillment you have. So the big thing is, what are you curious about that you can achieve in six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, 14 weeks, a year? Create the curiosity around it and just enjoy that. Uh, I have a lot of banter when it for myself and it's what pisses my, my wife off, to be honest, when I'm just sitting there just going, 
what what about this? Uh, let's try this and keeps her on her toes. But yeah, no, just have picture. She's in the house. Cammy's been out there for 18 hours trying to do a muscle up. <laughs> <laughs> like these things, like thinking about like that was that was great, man. Just even thinking when you're curious and stay the longer you stay curious, the more we achieve. Like thinking about how many failures it's going to take us to get there. How many times do I need to try a handstand before I can do a handstand? You know, like seeing the guys get in and actually work on that has been class. And seeing it's sort of instilling that curiosity because people want to do it. But now that they have the knowledge there to help them get up, they're going to try for longer because they're more curious because that entry level step has been put there. So now they're not feeling at the entry. They're feeling a bit, a bit higher. And they're going, but I got that done. So the next step's a wee bit higher. And then the next step's a bit higher. Like, feeling at increments is going to make you win massively. Like, um, see, I've seen so many, actually, people, like, between Matthew, Jordan, Scott, um, who else was it recently? Don't have, uh, can we? Um, I can't even tell you. There's that many people recently have been pushing in the handstands and stuff like that. Like, imagine we brought that into every aspect of life. Like, you know, I'm not going to stop here because I failed. I'm not going to stop here because I wasn't good at it. Because you don't get good until you feel the whole lot. Not even looking at it as failure. Looking at it like I was posting a group the other week. Fear is just feedback. Or failure is just feedback. Fear is feedback as well. All of it's feedback. It just tells us I'm getting a wee bit uncomfortable here because I'm just thinking, why? Why am I getting uncomfortable here? Is there a reason? Can I push more? Can I go harder? Can I, you know, like <clears throat> anybody who's done climbing, anybody who's done BMXing, anybody who's done motorbikes, anything like that, you're just fucking curious about what you can do. I wonder if I could climb that. I wonder how fast I can go on two wheels. I wonder, you know, I wonder if I can do that track in a record time. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, that's going to be just crazy. Like, we as people, of like we came from hunters that wanted to survive they needed to be curious to know what they could do know about their environment look for those predators see what they could eat and what they couldn't eat um just let the other guy eat the berries first <clears throat> you know that that came from like we are made to be this way it's just modern life gives us the answer too quick so <clears throat> Um, Cami, tip, I take the approach on all aspects it was how I asked my wife to be my girlfriend initially it will either work or it won't it works, I win, it doesn't I can try again or do something different 100% we don't know if we like something until we've tried it sometimes we don't know if we're going to be good at something until we've tried it, if we're bad we're either going to keep going or we're going to stop and if we're going to keep going we're going to get good at it and then we'll get better on it and better and better the more and more we do it. Or we'll just have fun. <laughs> like, um, nobody ever loves burpees. You can get good at burpees, but you never love them. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've laid face flat in a, in a wet field doing burpees, and it is horrible. But it was kind of fun. <laughs> because I was in, in the moment doing a lot of different things. I was curious about what was, what was going on next. And I was just curious how far I could push myself as well. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Golf, not for me. I don't think I, I think I'd probably break a wrist or something. Uh, it's not end up whacking myself in the ankle or something with a golf club. But 
like what have you tried like where has curiosity worked for you in an aspect of your life like where have you went you know what i'm gonna fucking do this i don't care how much i feel i don't care how much i i feel like an idiot i'm gonna do this does anybody want to come on and share put a hand up i'm gonna pick someone around them scott <laughs> oh no at jordan put a hand up that's full we'll put him up <laughs> you're next <laughs> uh to be honest the the curiosity was the first ever time i've done a handstand uh like doubled in and out of sets and reps for oh man months and months never had never had any rhythm at all just hated it honestly hated it and I just heard a guy talking about calisthenics and about handstands and stuff. And I was like, fuck, you know what? Actually, sounds decent. I look for a gym, found the gym, went up to the gym. And the first thing we done, how do we rest warm up? Uh, done a couple of the drills that I put into the group and it was go time. The, the guy, Paul, said to me, he was like, great, go and do a handstand. And I was like, oh, Jesus, going to be bad. Sweating buckets. And I hadn't even done anything yet. And I went up for my first handstand. And, and I honestly, I swear to God, I just went over, slapped off the floor and lay there. And <laughs> every like four or five people started laughing at me. I thought, fucking hell, like this, this can't be right. This can't be right. And for honestly, about six months after that, every single day of my life, I was just doing handstands because I loved them and it kept it so interesting that every day I was getting an act like a bigger time and a bigger time. It was just fucking unreal. Like, such a feeling. Like, like, see what I was saying earlier about just how many ways that could have went you could have literally just turned around fuck this I am not I'm not doing that when they were like yeah do it but you leaned in you felt uncomfortable you're like, fuck it sometimes we need to say fuck it in that way in that way not by eating pizzas and ice cream you know, but like <laughs> you know, just getting in getting uncomfortable and saying it's okay to be uncomfortable it's okay to like here. Let's let's lean into this edge. Let's sharpen this sword. The only way that the handstand could have went worse is if I broke a wrist. Like, yeah, it was hectic. It was shit. <laughs> you look like, at it. It could always nine go months worse. later. Nine months later, I had a minute, a minute and five second handstand. Like, <laughs> I, I can barely sit for a minute and five seconds. But, <laughs> but like, come on, that. That's just one of the times curiosity went for you. Like what Ben Ben O'Donnell saying there, even joining the academy. That's a big moment for a lot of people where they're curious. They've maybe got on a call with Ben. They've talked to him a wee bit over the over the month or so. And then he said, Let's get a call. It's very easy to just go, nah, 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 that's not for me. I don't know. And getting on the call, getting talking with him, and getting that fire lit. What he's doing is he's tickling that curiosity. He's going, Jack, come on. Do you want to see? Come on. And then you're going, you know what? Actually, I really do. I really do. I want to be a part of this. I want to see this. I want to be curious. Even though, and then the first thing we'll do is make you put a video in and get uncomfortable. And a lot of people are still uncomfortable with um, getting in, putting videos in. And that's okay. Lean into it because that's where the help comes. That's where people can see the form. They can see um, the exercise. They can learn. They can see it. We can correct or congratulate because you don't you, you don't lose or win out. When you you win every time when you put it in because 
people see it, you see it, you get more confident every time you put a video in. Like even Jordan was putting videos in every now and again, and then we asked him, could he put in the videos about the handstands? And people have loved them. People have been really, people have been looking into them, doing more of these exercises. And how did you feel putting them in? You'll probably know yourself. When you asked me to do it, I didn't actually put the videos in for about two months. It actually actually wasn't. It was only about a week and a half. Probably felt like two months. But was it? It wasn't, it wasn't actually that long after. Because I'd suggested it to you. We'd said it a long time before. We'd said it would be cool maybe eventually doing something like that. But then oh, I got yeah. on and just asked. And um, yeah, we'll do that. That would be class. And just aye. that's just the sort of level of confidence that you build coming in and working around these guys. Like, working around all of us like seeing everybody operate seeing everybody get in and do it yeah it's just like why the fuck not fuck it let's go right like when i was doing videos i was like i've put training videos in before like there's zero nothing wrong with putting these videos in like you can butcher it if you want it still doesn't matter because people can learn from it like that's it anybody just being able to look and go even like look at a movement go oh i do that oh that's how you correct it. I was feeling like this in my squad. Now I know how to do this. Um, so has anybody else thought about where they could be more curious? Were curiosities paid off for them or where they feel like they could be more curious in, in any aspect of life? Professional, physique, personal, gym? Okay, come on, Scott. What, why, do you, why do you feel like you could be more curious in CrossFit? Um, can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flip. Um, well, I know it was more just because like when I started off with my whole fitness journey, like way back when I was like, I don't know, 22, um, I got initially into bodybuilding, but the whole idea was that I wanted to be healthier and fitter. Um, and bodybuilding, like it is good. It has its moments, but I don't think it's the healthiest way to go. So like, I think I, I was, I was in, a, in some gym and they had this CrossFit stuff on and I was like, fuck Alex classic, like, like, look how good this looks like. So, um, I actually did ponder for it about two years. Like I spent two years thinking about like, you know, let's, let's go for a wee CrossFit session. And then I asked two mates to go with me and, uh, I was, I was hooked, like, but I was still doing bodybuilding at the time. So I was like, oh, like, that's so good there. Like, like. I had to stick to my plan because it was doing volleyball. So like I ended up doing one session and thinking about it for like whole nine months, being like, that was so good. Like, and then finally sacking in bodybuilding because I was like, oh, CrossFit's the only way for me. Like, so uh, that's where my curiosity paid off and it has paid off. Like, well, I feel so healthy now. So it's, it's, you've yeah. been really consistent. Yeah, like you've been really consistent. You've been showing up and you've seen it pay, pay its yeah. like, I train with you. You're strong. And a lot of that will come down as well with the CrossFit, just because just how intense it is, how you sort of, um, if anybody hasn't seen a CrossFit session, just watching them, they are insane. Um, some of the intensity, what is it? I wonder why I do them like sometimes. I'm like, why I, I think a lot of people have that. They're just sort of like, they're like looking at what's on the board and they're just going, it's too late to go home. It's too late to come in today. I did a session there like on Sunday with two weeks. I don't know, like a high intensity cardio session. So it was just cardio. And like, I left with like a really sore head and like, I couldn't hear properly. Everyone was like really like bunged up. And like, 
see now like at the time i was like fuck never again but see now i want to go and experience how that feels again just to see if i can get to that point because like i was i felt like my head was going to explode i wonder if i could do it again <laughs> Just to see if I can be a wee bit sick, like, but um, <laughs> but no, like, I think that caps it for curiosity. Like, it pays off tenfold whenever we do it. Like, even both those are exercise related, but really, really paid off on both of you for both of you. And um, now you both really enjoy doing those things, but you wouldn't have known if you didn't think, like, do I want to try this? Like, getting got curious enough to go and do them, and. I'm going to go on to my final point, and that's going to be... Nope, no problem, man. See you later. Um, the final point is protect, protective. Become protective of your time, your energy, your, your ability to set up barriers around yourself to protect yourself. Because we have always been taught, I know I was, I know um, I was always taught just to show up, to do as I was told, to, to, to be the man, to be the man of the house. That's it. You didn't have time. You didn't have um, you didn't have boundaries. You couldn't say no. You couldn't tell people that it wasn't um, it wasn't happening. So when you join the academy, generally the first thing we do is help you um, become protective of your time because it's always apparent when someone joins that they have a lot of time. They're not protecting. They have energy. They're not protecting. And what that leads to is leaks. What leaks lead to is burnout. If we can't keep ourselves focused, we can't um, keep going, we feel anxious, we feel depressed, we don't feel great, it's not good for any of us. And it does happen. It's happen it happens a lot more than we let on. How many times have we left the fridges feeling shit, not really knowing what to do, and just kept muttering on? Um, I know it's happened plenty of times to a lot of us. And it's only really coming into this sort of, I say like a new age of like, how things how people are treated and how we treat people and we are not too busy protecting everybody anymore everybody now has their own things we don't need to be protecting other people at the detriment of ourselves because if we can't be a good sort of man for the house uh, a good person for ourselves we notice whenever we're not, whenever we're starting to burn out we get intrusive thoughts, we get shitty things, we get things and we get thoughts in our head that we're like, that wasn't me, that doesn't sound like me. And that's that happens. So protecting yourself and protecting your energy is just, that's one of the biggest things that comes into um, in when you start. Like uh, you've, you're feeling zonked, you need to rest and then your boss goes, oh, I need to work overtime this week. You, you now feel like you're obligated to do that. A lot of people go, no, no, no. Some people feel obligated, like, oh, well, he's asked me to do that. I'm going to need to do that now. But it's not your responsibility to take on the uncomfortableness of other people so that they can remain comfortable. You need to look after yourself first because if you're not operating well, then the things around you go to shit. The people around you see that you're not operating well. They, you'll know, you'll get, oh, you all right, man? You're looking tired. Or you'll get, and then you'll feel tired because people are all asking you, are you tired? And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> and I was, are you all right? I wasn't until you kept asking me. You know, we sometimes need to just set those up and say, look, can't work this weekend. I've, I've been working flat out, need the time off. Half the time, they're not even going to think twice about it. They're going to ask someone else. 
who's maybe needing the overtime and wants it and has the energy to do it. Um, and when sort of we don't guard our energy and don't guard our time, it's shown all across our um, across all areas. So we'll see it in personal when we're feeling too lazy to prep meals, when we're feeling like we can't be arse journaling. Um, uh, you know, when we're feeling just like we don't want to do the things we normally enjoy. Uh, professional, when we're in work, we know we'd usually go that extra mile, but we're paying, kind of playing it meh. We're meh. We're going to the toilet more often. We're not doing a little bit less. We're, we're being that okay when we know we could be here. And then physique, we're just not making that progress. We're not hitting our sessions with that intent. We're not really performing in our sessions so we're feeling that across the board and then you're going why why am i not feeling this but then you realize i've said yes to working overtime i've said yes to spending time with family i've said yes to um walking the neighbor's cat i've said yes to feeding jimmy's goldfish what have you said yes to for yourself where have you took the time when as craig actually brought up at the very start there um making time for yourself before you make time for the others to look at your week and go right i could get a wee i could get two hours of playstation in there or i could get an hour of uh football i could go climbing i could surf you know doing something that's going to recharge us and in the way that we need because sometimes we're physically drained sometimes we're emotionally drained sometimes we're um mentally drained these things need different things to recharge them uh, a lot of the time having fun doing something that you love is going to recharge you in every way sometimes except physically if you're going you're climbing you're doing bjj you're surfing that's quite energy intensive but it's going to recharge your um emotional batteries and your mental batteries because you're just letting go you don't have to feel anything. You don't have to think about much. Just think about what you're doing in the moment. And that can be really freeing. Some people love fishing and golf and stuff like that because it lets them switch off. They're all go, 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 go. And then it lets them turn their brain off and hit a ball and sit in a seat with a rod out in the water. Whatever, whatever tickles your fancy, whatever is going to recharge you those batteries the best. It's going to be best for you. And how we do that is planning that time for ourselves. So like, you know you're only going to be able to go uh, fishing, surfing, stuff like that at a certain time of the year. Have you made time for that? If you said, right, this month and this month is prime fishing season, I'm going to be able to go here and fish. So I'm going to do that like three weekends out of these two months and then maybe a weekend in that month when it's maybe not prime, but it's going to be nice and relaxing. And then having um, other... Um, other hobbies that you maybe take on like indoor climbing stuff like that for when it's maybe colder whenever you're out of season you know stuff like that like what would what would your takeaways be from that somebody jump on first in first in for surfing race that's what i absolutely love like when you're like when you're standing up on the board and away and there's a wave like if you're thinking about something else like you're ducked under the wave you're shit in the nest like everything's just in the moment and after a surf like me and all my mates will be getting changed and everyone's just smiling at each other and at, sometimes you don't even surf a wave for the hour and a half that you're out but you've swam past like six or seven times getting fucking smashed left right and center 
you don't surf a wave and every single time we've all went in got changed at the cars and there hasn't been a person to say oh shit Just, like the emotional batteries and mental batteries that you set recharges like massively does like like think of it like a car we have engines and they run perfectly whenever everything's serviced whenever we'll have oil whenever we'll have um coolant whenever we'll have fuel everything runs but when one starts to go out it starts to appear in other areas and be by protecting our like our time and making sure we spend it in ways that keep the, keep those topped up like say the oil is your emotion your fuel is your physical your mental is your coolant if you run if you're starting to run low on one of them surround yourself with people that'll go right let's go and do this let's go and do something like this having you have friends you go surfing with you have friends that you, you work out with you have friends that you'll meet for just a fucking chat a coffee and a chill time you have um people in your life that you go to for certain things so knowing when you need to go to these people and even having them like aware, like, oh, next week we're going for a coffee. I'm going to have a hard week in work and I just can't wait to get a chat with you. Ah, oh, fuck, going surfing this weekend. Can't wait. I'm, going to feel, I'm just going to feel great because you know you've maybe ran it hard on your on the mental. You've been sort of just feeling sort of uh, like you're, you're taking along and then bang, you get out surfing, you feel great and that next week's a breeze because... You're recharged. You've got your your oil, your coolant, your fuel. Everything's you, you've supercharged that engine, and now you're flying. Can you see why? If you weren't being protective, if you weren't sort of maybe looking ahead of yourself and going right, here's where I need to protect. Here's what maybe not barriers, but boundaries I need to put around my time. Um, can you see how that would affect sort of all the areas around you? Because sometimes when we sort of figure it all out, so when we're feeling this, it could be we're out drinking. Generally, when we go out drinking, it's not to please ourselves. It's because someone's asked us out. Oh, I haven't seen you in ages. Come on out for a drink. Sometimes it's great. Have a few drinks and stuff. But sometimes we all know one's too many and a thousand's never enough. Next thing, though, blackout drunk, feeling shitty for a week, for the rest of the week and not wanting to do much else. Um, you're too busy working every shift under the sun to actually to, to make sure your boss is happy to actually look after yourself and then you're what you're really telling yourself is when you're like doing this when you're pleasing all these other people is that you don't matter you don't matter because they have something that they want you to do and after a while, you'll start to believe it. You'll start to believe that their needs are more important because that's the boss, that's the wife, that's the friends, that's the... And then your needs come last. And then the last... That, well, that if you don't make a break for your body, your body will break for you. You know, if you don't take that break, you don't recharge, you don't um, take the time for yourself, your body's going to make the time for you. Um, and this, <laughs> be that a mental breakdown be that a physical injury, be that um, anxiety, depression, constantly feeling like you've got a mother in your head and you don't know where you're at. That, these things are all signs that we just need to chill. We need to figure out what we need. And that's, that's just what this has been about. What you do you need? Like, what do you need to show yourself? What do you need to, what do you need to take or give to yourself? 
because we're too busy giving the others that we don't we sometimes forget that I need and like I need to feel protected, I need to feel compassionate, I need to be curious, I need to feel safe to be able to do all this stuff. And that's what we're here for. We're here so you can feel safe exploring all these areas. We can push you to be curious, we can push you to protect your time, and we can help you in any way possible that, that we can. <coughs> oh. <laughs> but um, what have you noticed since you've joined the Academy that would be like, that you've noticed you maybe started protecting that time more? Where have you seen yourself actually going right? Like, have you actually seen yourself doing what I was saying there and going, oh, I need to sort of look ahead of you here. I'm feeling a bit burnt out. I'm feeling a wee bit tired. I'm feeling this. And self-medicated or even brought it up to people that are going to be like Fucking hurry up and take a rest you need to rest up you need to do this you need to do that you know because sometimes that's that's what you need sometimes you need to ask someone for help because you're not giving yourself enough compassion you're not um being protective enough of your time and yeah can we see that is something i would have never seen you doing before that's the first time in how long that you haven't trained and like for two weeks strength ways like sometimes it takes to give control to someone else to realize like to give control not to sort of say right this person maybe knows what i need right now they can see it from the outside perspective and when they're talking about it i'm feeling like it resonates with me i 100 agree with you so i'm okay to just uh, no, 100 um taking two weeks off is strength is probably that's the longest in about uh i don't know how long i've taken like off the strength training i i deload but i don't take time off like if i'm taking time off the time off i was just kind of like i'll bring all my training earlier in the week and then i'll take i'll push it to as end in the week as possible so i can create a gap but taking time off i've never really done and i like i just resent it to be honest um but uh, I was just noticing that I wasn't actually pushing or progressing and I was actually getting more and more aches and pains and niggles. And uh, just as I'm not a young whippersnapper anymore, but like big thing for myself is like I was, I was noticing myself, I was actually enjoying lower intensity things just a little bit more. It was just a little bit more natural and comfortable. I really enjoy my swimming in the morning. It's really, really, it's, it's actually quite enjoyable. Um, but I'm noticing myself like, at this moment in time, I said I was saying this this week is like I just need to stop making sure I'm not coasting, um, and I'm wanting to work on just to kind of like allowing myself to push progression just a little bit more. But uh, I taken off time off just because I was protecting myself, just because I I was actually creating that imposter that failure because progressions weren't going um, in directions I was wanting in an energy state. If we're going in a number state but they weren't going in an energy state. And that was the problem was like, I'm actually, I'm, I'm detecting that I'm burning myself out here. And just because I had other things I had to push more, like I've not actually fully given myself me like for years, to be honest. Um, I've just kind of like, I've done things just to, just to kind of keep going by. I've constantly been pushing work and it's actually just taking a little bit of time for myself, actually just to backload off was the first time. So yeah, that's a bit of a win for myself, but yeah, just want to share that long story.
that's that's a massive lesson to learn um it's hard for people to learn when to push and when to pull especially just depending on the men you've had in your life depending on the people that you looked up to as a kid you see everybody saying graft 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 that's how you get there you get there by hard work but sometimes hard work is what's making you what's holding you back you haven't took the time the rest enough to be able to work as hard as you can to be able to push that little bit extra to be able to really get the best out of yourself and the only way to learn that is by learning it like by taking that time by seeing right i've been i've been running at this wall head first for like two weeks it hasn't moved i don't think it's going to so now reassessing just like i've tried this we're curious remember we're we're curious and we're showing ourselves compassion it's normal for some things not to work okay so now let's get curious how can we make this work what's working for me now what's not how can i frame this in a way that i win and then going right where do i need to make boundaries to ensure i'm moving forward where can i cut back on work where can i cut back on um sometimes it's just generally having to say i need a bit of time to myself um i'm going to go for a coffee on saturday i'm going to sit for an hour i'm going to people watch and that's okay like if you need that you need that so um don't feel guilty telling someone this is what you need because they'll be awful quick to tell you what they need really really i feel like that was um there was quite a lot there to take away um would you all like to drop in um a takeaway just out at the bottom what your biggest takeaway would be and um does someone want to share Actually, I can see there Ben put in as well. He finds that he's more in tune with his energy and he finds that he's not noticing himself actually run himself into the ground. So like he's 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 able to see like, all right, I'm not stuck at a red light here. There's an amber. I can start to slow down and then it'll go green. You know what I mean? He's not um he's not pushing himself to the point of failure. He's going right. I can see it coming. I can sort of slow down here. I can rest up over the weekend and just take it next week. Because sometimes we need to do that. There's been times, I actually went into a session there yesterday. I felt horrible. I mean, I anybody that got a voice note from me yesterday knows, I know I was not well at all yesterday. Um, I feel it in my chest. I feel it all and I went, right, you know what? I go in hand sanitizer myself all up got into the gym was doing it and i was just i got to the last sentence if i don't leave now i'm going to be sick usually i would have just stay i would have pushed it like a few years ago i would have been like fuck it just get it done and stop being a bitch but honestly i don't think anybody wanted me to be sick i didn't want to be sick and nobody wanted to see me be sick all over the gym so i went and got a shower left and felt 10 times better for having done that instead of staying and book a all over the place so sometimes knowing just before it's too late is going to, that, that is just, that's a massive thing for all of us to learn. And we all have different limits and those limits change weekly, daily, monthly. You know, one day it's really easy to get up and do something. The next day it's slightly less easy. So seeing those limits and being able to say, right, I need to do X, Y, and Z to expand the capacity that I have today, tomorrow, this week, and just doing your best to optimize that. Um, like Jordan, when you came back this week, your first session felt shit. 
but that was just last week. You were off. You were pro- you were beating yourself up. Like the first message you sent me was, "I've just filled in progress log. Don't go too hard on me." And <laughs> and like it's as I say, like you just needed a bit of compassion. You need to realize what you'd done this week, or that what you'd done last week, and how. Yes, it wasn't optimal. Yes, we didn't get into the gym. We didn't track food, but it got you through that week, and this week isn't that week. So we're moving forward, we're pushing on, and not every session is going to feel shit. The next session will feel either slightly better or fully better. Um, you know, and then as you go on, it gets easier and easier. You're just building that momentum up again. Um, I've got some takeaways here. Um from Kami, I love the responsibility shift, and that it's not your responsibility to adopt what someone else is uncomfortable about. Definitely, I, I personally that's something I've been learning about more recently. Just that it's not our job to get uncomfortable to make everybody else comfortable, because that just means we're always uncomfortable and nobody else is ever comfortable. Um, Jordan, we're very quick to give others compassion, but not to ourselves as much. Resonates with me massively. Um, that's just all of us have that bit of a protector complex. We want to make sure everybody's okay. And sometimes everybody doesn't count us. So that's what we need to do. We need to make ourselves count in that everybody's okay. Like asking, is everybody but me okay? Or am I okay? And everybody else is okay too. Um, or just thinking like, is it the people that I need to be okay? Do I need to be okay to make sure everybody's okay? Um, Ben O'Donnell, big takeaway for me is being compassionate and finding time for me so I don't burn out. Also trying to be more curious to see how much I can do. Definitely, I think that's something that we've leaned into a lot more in the last few while, Ben. Um, pushing yourself on in the gym. Um, you, you even moved gyms recently. You were really sort of unsure about it. And with, with me at work, you loved it. You're, you're loving the fact that you changed gym. Um, you're trying different exercises. There's different machines. And it's it's nice to be somewhere new. Do you want to jump on and share a wee bit about that? Like, yeah, yeah. So I was just, I've been in a, a big commercial gym for ages. That's all I've known, just a pure gym there. But um, it was just getting packed and packed. It was a bit of a horrible sort of atmosphere. Even just going in, knowing there's so many people there, it was a bit grim. Whereas a new one opened up and I only saw it and I was a bit, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to join Rocks, I wasn't sure if I was going to be any good or not. I didn't want to sign up for it and then end up paying. Uh, but I just sent up. I went once, I was like, that's it, I'm going to move. Um, and I loved it so much. It's like sort of reset my batteries in a sense um, because it's just a new environment and it's sort of feed off that as well. Oh, brilliant. Let's see. It just pays us to just go and try new things because as Cammy as Cammy said before there, like you're either going to enjoy it or you're not. You're going to know whether you want to do it or you're going to know whether you don't want to do it. <coughs> so, um, Craig, have you got a takeaway there? Do you want to jump on and share? I think it's a uh, kind of the same. I think just at the start, like, um, like I just had fuck all time for myself, but then like leaving the gym and then just going like fully like self-employed, like, it then changed to feeling obviously the compassion and stuff. Like, like I managed to get some clients women, and rather than like celebrating that, I was always looking at the negatives. Like, oh, I've lost all these amount of clients because I've left the other gym and stuff. So. I, I think just like keeping that, keeping on top of like time management and stuff, and then like just trying to be a bit more compassionate. Like, like I hate saying it, but I kind of need to do it. Um, so I, I think that's the biggest takeaway. It's hard to practice. It is. Um, it can be as, as very vocal recently about 
um, being more and more into this, um, appreciating his own wins, looking at what he's doing, and it can be really hard. I think it's just the sort of um, the visor we've been given. This is the way we look at things. This is the way we don't. We're always told to look forward and to push on, but if we're looking forward, then we can't sort of see. Like it's kind of toxic to say, "Oh, don't you don't need to look into the past." Because that's where we find out so much about ourselves. Why did I do this? What made me get there? How did I be this way? How did I get here? Blah, blah. You know, all these questions are answered by just thinking, like reflecting, not sort of like dwelling and ruminating and getting on, just reflecting, going, right, what could I have done better? How did I deal with this? What would I, you know what I mean? Like, um, and these questions can be really freeing because it gives you the thing of like, right, um, okay, what I've done there was a bit of a dick thing. Should have maybe done this. Um okay, for next time I know, then you can be more compassionate. You don't have to, you, someone else might look at the story, wow, he's a bit of a dick, but it's okay to, to look back and do that. All right, Jordan, anyway. But um, I've got to stop the recording now.